They say communication is the cornerstone to any successful marriage. On today's case, Mrs. Williams says her marriage has gone quiet and the radio silence is making her feel like her husband, Mr. Williams, might be looking for something or someone new. Will Mr. and Mrs. Williams be able to find a common frequency or are their signals crossed and going in two separate directions? Let's hear their case. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Starr presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Williams versus Williams. Thank you very much. Mrs. Williams and Mr. Williams. Mrs. Williams, you say you were in court today because you don't understand why your marriage is falling apart. You say your husband is your life and that you would be lost without him. You want to try and save your marriage. Yes, Your Honor. Mr. Williams, you say you're here today because you are frustrated by your wife's lack of trust and her constant accusations. You say you don't want to leave her, but if she doesn't change, leaving may be your only option. Yes, Your Honor. So, we clearly see that this is a relationship at a crossroads. You all have been together for eight years, married for six years. You do have a child together. Although you've built quite a family, putting yours, mine, and ours together. Mrs. Williams, why are we in court today? Just, uh, we're here today because I feel as if in our relationship, our communication has broken down to a point that's become really unhealthy and, uh... If you look at it from the forefront, you can't really see why. So I would like to know what's behind the scenes that I may be missing. I think that's a very fair assessment. Mr. Williams, what do you say to your wife's concern? Well, Your Honor, I am really frustrated with my wife with her lack of money management and mm -hmm. time management. She is supposed to be my help, my light, uh, my back. And I really don't see that right now. So we really do need to figure out where the core of the problem is, and you both seem like you're trying. So let's take it back to the beginning. Talk to me about how you met and why what started out so well turned into something that brings you to divorce court. Okay, Judge. So we met in 2013. Um, he moved up to Nebraska, where I'm from. And at first, I wasn't really even really thinking about paying the notion of dating him any kind of mind at all. But you know, persistence is key. And, uh, that's what he was, was persistent. And so, you know, after a while... Were you dating anybody at the time when you I all wasn't. met? I wasn't. Okay. I was single. And so, it was kind of like... I was stubborn. I was going through one of those woman phases where, you know, I don't really want to be with no man. I'm not trying to be with nobody right now anyway. I just want to take care of the kids I got and get my womanhood together, you know. So, along That's the a way, good idea, by the way. Yes, ma'am. So, along the way, I don't know, he wore me down a little bit, you know. Real sweet, real patient, very understanding. Flexible, you know, not just so, you know, how you get caught up in trying to start dating, you want everything to be just like this right now. We were both really cool with each other. It, it, really, it, it started out easy, right? It was, the vibe was really, really good. Mm -hmm. And uh, so maybe about, I want to say maybe nine months, maybe a year into it, uh, he informed me that he didn't appreciate shacking up, that we shouldn't just be shacking up, that we should try to start thinking about marriage. And I was like, I ain't really ready to get married. You know, I ain't, I'm not. I'm young still, and we didn't grow up with those values. So, out of nowhere, one day, I was at my hairdresser's house, and uh, his phone started to go off. And I see all my friends in his messages. I'm like, what's going on? Why are my people messaging? I mean, all y'all my friends. We do know each other, but y'all are all my people. So, if I'm not organizing the message, why is the message coming through? And me being stubborn judge, I opened up the message, and what it was was my husband was orchestrating a dinner 
to go ahead and propose to me that evening. And he was trying to get all my family and friends together. And that's why all the people was in that message together and my friends were talking to each other. So you blew your own proposal by being nosy. (laughs) Blew my own proposal by being nosy. So now I got to go through the night and pretend like I never seen this message, right? I think that's the cutest thing I have ever heard. So we get ready to go to dinner and stuff, and I'm in here, and I'm trying to act all surprised and stuff. And out of nowhere, he showed it. Got down on one knee and proposed to me with a little lollipop ring, because we wasn't in the best place that had no ring at the time. But he went and got me one of them little ring pop rings, and he proposed right there in front of everybody that I love. Confessed his little love for me, and that was the beginning of our love story. And you just pretended like that was the first time you had ever known anything about it. I but... did my best. I think I could have got an award that day. But you <laughs> but you was giggly as a mug. Yeah, I was. You couldn't help it. You ain't never... I've never had a man want to stand and be like, I'm going to marry this girl. In front of the world. In front of the world. My world. Mr. Williams, clearly in the beginning, you was player player. I'm not mad at you the way you did that. That was cute. <laughs> that was real cute. Now, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. How did it go from so wonderful to so bad? I don't know. It... It went bad fast. Wow. Miss Williams, how'd it go bad fast? I wouldn't say it went bad fast. So that's another thing that I got to go back to with our communication being broke down. What you understand and what I understand and where I think we are and where you think we are is clearly in two different places. So wait, what makes you... Well, clearly it went bad because... I understand y'all went from not being able to afford anything but a lollipop ring to you ended up getting married at the courthouse in your pajamas. That's how much you wanted to marry this Amen. man. Amen. Yes, I did. Girl, please tell me you didn't have no bonnet on, because that would I make me crazy. Bonnet. Okay. Judge. No, I don't wear no bonnet. But my hair was all over my head. You know how them little crazy ponytails be looking? Uh-huh. My T-shirt with a couple grease stains, my regular pajama pants. I mean, I was in my pajamas, literally. It wasn't just lounge clothes. I was in my pajamas. Okay. Everybody can go to the Costco and get a jumpsuit. Come on, girl. So he had called me on lunch break, right? And if you can't tell by our demeanors, we're both kind of strong-mannered. So when he called, like, yeah, I'm ready to go get married right now. Right now, right now? Let's go. And you were like, I call you right on your stuff. He if came you say on you ready? Like, you ready? She said she was going to be my huckleberry. <laughs> okay, That's... now, y'all are just too cute. And, and I can't stand it. Now we're in divorce court. Why are we here? Because that just sounds adorable. Y'all can figure it out. It's communication. If you can't communicate, you can't figure it out. One day I called on his lunch break. I could hear a woman in the background ordering her food from Popeye's. I fell into a rage. So I hop into the car, I drive up there like a bat out of hell. I get there and put on a whole complete scene. Oh, I... Lord God. She almost got me fired. No joke, because if I'm your boss, you fired. I tried to get him fired, though. You cannot mess with your spouse's money. That's a guarantee recipe for disaster. understand things started to really change a year ago. Something that had to do with big decisions that were going on in your lives. What was happening here? So, it started off with he took a job, okay, like his job. He's working from 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. Oh, that's hard. It is hard. Yeah. And sometimes he'll want to do it every day of the week with no days off. And that, it sounds messed up as a wife complaining that your husband is at work, but we live out of town. So, our village is just that. It's our village. It's nobody there but just us. So, you might be at work all the time, but we still got kids at home in the household that we have to entertain, school. For in order to go right, it takes all of us to be on the same page. That makes us sense. And the kids. That does make sense. Mr. Williams, why did you change your hours? Talk to me about that. Your Honor, I was working from 3.30 to 1.30. Mm-hmm. I couldn't maintain getting up at 3.30 in the morning 
when I don't eat dinner until 10 o'clock at night. So basically, you were up for 18 hours every day. Yes, ma'am. I understand. Ms. Williams, did you play a part in this decision with the hours changing? Kinda. So, so tell me, what did you expect and then what did you get? Okay, so he was at the job and he was doing well for about six, seven months and everything was copacetic at home. We were starting to kind of get a little normalcy in between us and everything. And uh, one day I called on his lunch break and when I called on his lunch break, the phone was acting kind of weird. You know, like, if your signal is going in and out. Okay. I called back. When I called back that time, I could hear a woman in the background ordering her food from Popeye's. Okay. Hold on. Rewind. What's going on? Who is that? Oh, it's a coworker. If it's just a coworker, what's the process of you muting the phone and doing all this extra stuff like it's a secret? Now I'm feeling weird. I fell into a rage. I had somebody that was staying with me at the time. They had a car in my driveway. I also had them uh, ride with me. I was on my way to the job. I was ready to act the fool. What are you doing at work? You're supposed to go to work to go to work. Shouldn't nobody have to feel insecure about their spouse being at their job, period. That's just not all right. So I hop into the car. I drive up there like a bat out of hell. I get there and put on a whole complete scene. Oh, I Lord God. Tried to ram the gate, Judge. I tried to jump on him. I tried to okay. get as much attention as I could out of it. I didn't understand what was going on. And hence, we know why you got put on a different shift because <laughs> the people at the job not trying to have the Tasmanian devil roll up at the job. That's yeah, what she it almost was. got me fired. No joke, because if I'm your boss, you fired. I tried to get him fired, though. Right. But why would you want to do that and mess up your whole family? Why would you want to sit up here and play with your whole family? Yeah, but you understand that two wrongs don't make a right, Miss Williams, because I'm going to tell you right now, you cannot mess with your spouse's money. Men rolling up on their women at work and women rolling up on their men at work, that's a guarantee recipe for disaster. You all have... Seven. Seven children. Between yes. the two of us, we don't And care. four of them are minors. Correct. They're seeing how, as a woman, I'm supposed to act and how a man, I'm supposed to behave. And they're seeing that. You well, see what I mean? Well, not making no better, but the kids didn't know nothing about all that crazy stuff. My only goal here is to make for a happy situation. There's nothing I like more than to walk off this bench in joy, even if that means that the two people don't end up together, but because they have learned to communicate right. makes it very happy for me. I may be slow, but I'm not that slow. Something else is going on. You feel that way too, Joe? No, I, I, I know. Something else is going on, Robert, right? Yeah. Something's happening. Why are the arguments so contentious? My wife don't listen. Whatever she want to do, that's what she want to do. So you're saying that is the level of communication. I'm going to do what I want to do no matter what you want to do. Exactly. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free at 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. Please help me to understand what's going on in the marriage so we can try to fix it. When it all returned, but so like, okay, with that stuff with the job, after that, it kind of like, stuff started to pile up. I would go back home to Omaha a lot. Mm-hmm. While I'm going up home, all of a sudden my husband don't want to go with me. All of a sudden things getting weird around the home. I don't really know why. And then that stuff with the job came up. So do you think that there is another woman involved? I wouldn't necessarily say I got no real reasons to feel like he's cheating, but the, it's just like the... It's, it's, it got weird. And what is weird? Why we can't figure it out? We both communicate. I mean, we both can communicate, but all of a sudden we can't. Mr. Williams, I'm gonna turn to you and ask you that question. Why'd it get weird? I'm 44. 
I'm trying to work and secure my family and know that we're going to be all right if something happened to me. So how, I, how do y'all manage your finances in the house? It's our money. Whatever comes to the account is our money. So this is not one of these newfangled relationships where you got yours, you got yours. Oh, no, yours. we eat together. Everybody are together? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so we're talking about tradition. Yes, ma'am. But that means when you are together... That pot has to be planned out. Lord knows that Amen. does. It has to be planned out. How do you all put that in There's place? There's no organization with that. And so that right there probably puts a weight on us alone because yes. what it is is we running through our finances doing what it is we want to do. Yeah, our money's in the same pot, but when we go do what it is we're doing, we don't really keep up with each other in that. We just know that the money is there. Does okay, well, you sense? all have to come with a conclusion of how that's going to work right. in the future because there's a finite amount of money in the right. pot. Finite meaning... It's not gonna make no more money to the next paycheck. Come right. and the last thing you want to do is live paycheck to paycheck. Right. Of course. He brings it up like I don't like him to work or I have a problem with him working. That's not what it is. But like this year we were supposed to go home for my son. Well, last year we were supposed to go home for my son's birthday. Okay. When it came time to get ready to go, then it was I want to go out and just go up to Omaha and waste money. We really don't got money to be doing all that. It's already been planned for the last week. So then I act rebellious. So that's where a lot of my behavior no, comes you from. Yeah, I know. The reason I didn't go, she said to me, whether you go or not, I'm going. It was already planned. Mr. Wins, here's my question. Why didn't you all have this conversation when the plans were going in place? So I have to assume Mrs. Williams at some point came and said, our son's birthday is coming up. I want to do X, Y, and Z. What would be your response to that? I had to work. He already I took worked. days off. I'm already on probation from her trying to get me fired. I understand. What I'm so saying to you is, is why I, didn't you all have the conversation about the plan of what y'all were going to do? We did have the conversation about the plan. And then the plan changed okay. to whether you go or not, I'm going. That sounds like you all were doing tit for tat. That's exactly what it, this... Our, that's 95% of our problem, problem Judge. Okay, y'all, um, I may be slow, but I'm not that slow. Something else is going on. It, Something else is happening here. Is it? You feel that way too, Judge? No, I, I, I know. Something else is going on, Robert, right? Yeah. Something's happening. And who want to talk to me? Who want to tell the truth or are we going to all go home and not have resolved anything? I know I got my faults, Judge. I know that I'm stubborn in my ways. I know I play a lot of tit for tat. But I'm only trying to figure out what's really going on so I can go ahead and grow. This is where I want to be. This is what I'm trying to do. I love my husband, genuinely, through and through. Mr. Wins, what's going on? Why are you so frustrated with your wife? Because clearly you're frustrated. Something has occurred that there has put a, ga a chasm between the two of you. My wife don't listen. Whatever she want to do, that's what she want to do. Either you going to do it or you not going to do it. But regardless, she going to do it. So you're saying that is the level of communication. I'm going to do what I want to do no matter what you want to do. Exactly. So, Mrs. Williams, I turn it back to you then. Why are the arguments so contentious? I feel like because we don't always solve our underlying issues, like we'll get into arguments and we'll have our spats about stuff that we got going. And I'm guilty for this, for one, for sure. I'll just go ahead and roll over with it. You know, I don't like to stay in no bad place too long. So it ain't too much like we don't never figure out the outcome. We just keep going. You know, we'll have our argument and then once we ain't mad no more, then it's all right. But we never really discuss what that argument itself was for. Ms. Williams, how do you think this is going to be resolved? Because it's not going to change without some real change. I don't know how else to put it. Right. 
But see, that's the thing. I love my wife. And I'm... It, Are you I'd willing rather be to... miserable right. than to be alone. Mr. Williams, that tells me that you love your wife. That means that you all can find your way back to each other. Because nobody needs to stay in a miserable situation. Are you willing to do couples counseling so that you at least can, in a safe space, talk to each other? And then you can find common ground. Are you willing to do that, Mr. Williams? Yes, ma'am. Would yeah. you be willing to do that, Ms. Williams? Suggest. So this is the one thing that I can do for you. Because somehow you two have figured out how to make it work. Yeah. And we just have to get back to that. We have to get back to the lollipop ring and the person that gathered all the friends on the text chain. Y'all not gonna make me cry on this witness stand. I'll be mad at you, okay? No, I'm not wear this makeup to time of your crying. I know, I'm telling you, y'all gonna make me cry. It's gonna make me upset with you. <laughs> but we have to get back to the lollipop ring. We gotta get back to the brother that would put together a whole list of folk to come to be there to surprise you, but was too ding batty not to take to take you off the text. So you found out, okay? It wasn't a text. I'm wasn't nosy, Judge. I'm nosy. So when I seen my hairdresser's phone go off, you know, you can see a screen of like the pictures, if they got pictures in the context or the on the messenger thing. She was getting her hair done. I was getting she my was hair nosy. done. I was nosy. <laughs> but that's your woman. I know it. That's I, your I woman. have an open phone. She can go through my phone. She can go through my phone. And see, Robert, right. we sitting here, there's nobody <laughs> that comes in the courtroom that's not mad because somebody went through the phone. Y'all have something. If I offer couples counseling, will y'all promise me that you will at least try? Yes, yes ma'am. Yes, y'all. We're gonna go. Yes. Y'all going? Yeah. Yes. Because I want, I want y'all to come out of this happy. Don't you make me cry. Don't you make me cry. Don't you? Don't, don't say nothing. I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna be mad. Okay. I'm here. I'm here. You know what? I need you to go over there and grab your wife by the hand, cause I'm about to walk out of here and I need y'all to walk out together. Oh, well, you know this is this is the love oh. of my life. Oh, y'all have messed up my makeup. <laughs> oh! Robert, that's probably one of the few couples that we've seen, just a married couple facing married people problems. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I'm listening and I'm watching, and I've been guilty of that. You know, you go through something with your spouse and you put it aside. You put it in this, like, in this box. Mm -hmm. And because tomorrow's a new day, you forget about what happened yesterday. It's gonna spill over and something's yep. gonna happen. That original problem does not go away. Right, right. You're just building problems on exactly, top of it. Exactly. And until you go back and fix that original issue, mm -hmm. that foundation is still not steady. Right, right. I'm really looking forward to hearing a follow-up from the two of them. I, I think they have a real chance I at fixing so. it. I think so. Because they both want it. Mm -hmm. Okay.